Hello, my name is Lanny Lancaster, and I'm the senior pastor here at Central United Methodist Church. We share the sermon with you to help you connect with God and with others. We also want to invite you to worship with us on Sunday mornings at 845 for our contemporary service with live praise band and 11 for our traditional service with choir. Thanks, and may the peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with you. Happy New Year, church. It's good to be with you back uh, this Sunday, and I bring you greetings from St. Matthew's Lutheran Church in Wilmington, North Carolina, where we worshiped last week, and uh, it's a good reminder when we travel to spend time with other folks and other congregations, remember how big the kingdom of God is, but it's so good to be back home uh, with you today. Would you join me in prayer? God, as we begin this new year in worship, as we come together to hear your word to us, we pray for open hearts and open minds. We pray that you will prepare us for the word you'll plan in us today. That it might be more than just words, but it might be your word that gives life, that encourages and challenges us to follow Jesus in this new year. For this we pray together as the children of God, and let all God's people say, Amen. Amen. As we start this new year, indeed, we start a new decade, and many of us are drawn to making resolutions, as Lisa said uh, just a few moments ago. I bet you can guess what the top resolutions are for this year. Lose weight, lose weight, and then the second one is to save money. Those are the top resolutions. Seems like every year we hear that uh, coming up for each of the people that think about resolutions. And there's nothing wrong with making resolutions, promises, goals, especially resolutions to follow Christ, uh, to connect with God, with each other in the community. But before we resolve what we will do in this new year, I want to challenge you this morning to remember who you are. So again, before we make promises about what we will do, I want to invite us to remember who we are. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be actually has a huge role in how we are to live. So I want to invite you to think about that today during the message. Who am I? Who am I really at my core? In the song Muddy Water, Trace Atkins sings about his need for baptism. Some of the lyrics go like this. 18-wheeler dropped me off at the city limits sign. Sunday morning sunlight hurt my eyes. It's a long way from where I've been back to my hometown. But there's a man in me I need to drown. Baptize me in that muddy water. Wash me clean in amazing grace. I ain't been living like I oughta. Baptize me in that muddy water. These words about muddy water remind us, among other things, that if Jesus were to come to the Jordan River today, he first would probably need a tetanus shot, or maybe a hazmat suit, or at least his wallet. You see, that once mighty river, the Jordan, that river that Joshua and the Israelites miraculously crossed with God's help, that river that shielded David and Elijah from their enemies, and the river where John the Baptist proclaimed the coming of God's Messiah is now in many places along its path 
little more than a stinking, bacteria-infested, polluted little creek. At the site where many believe Jesus was baptized now, down near the Dead Sea, Christian pilgrims still plunge themselves into this muddy brown water, despite the warnings from the Israeli government that it's dangerous to enter the waters there. In a scenic spot that's a little cleaner, right at the head of the Sea of Galilee where it flows into the Jordan River, the Israeli government has set up a special place called Yardinet, an official site for people to be baptized or remember their baptism. The biggest danger there is not necessarily environmental, but to your pocketbook. After they charge you with a brand new baptismal robe and fish nibble at your toes in the water, you have to make it through a snack bar and expensive gift shop which features bottles of filtered Jordan River water to take home, among other trinkets and souvenirs. Some might even call it Baptism R Us. Knowing what to do in 2020 starts with knowing who you are. And we don't have to go to the Jordan River to remember that. But whether the danger is from serious bacteria or serious materialism, there is a danger in getting baptized in the Jordan River. But as Reverend Timothy Merrill reminds us, isn't baptism always dangerous? I mean, the real meaning of baptism is to die to ourselves, to die with Christ in those waters, and to be reborn and raised in Christ as a member of Christ's holy church, committed to following him all the days of your life. Baptism is a dangerous thing indeed. One of my pastor friends reminds joyful parents who come to him to prepare to have their children baptized, do you know you're giving your child away to die? Well, we talk about increasing your numbers of baptism for a year. But it's true. When we come to the waters of baptism, we do die to ourselves, and we are reborn anew in Christ. Romans 6 tells us very plainly this. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we've been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Sisters and brothers, we have an opportunity this year to walk in newness of life. Baptism is a dangerous thing because it reminds us of who we really are, children of God. We know that as children of God, we will not be content to live a lie. So let's hear about Jesus' baptism once again this morning. I invite you to turn with me or look to the screen to Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. 
Then John consented. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Knowing what to do in 2020 starts with knowing who we are. Jesus came to the Jordan to be baptized by John, and what he received was not exactly what we receive in baptism. He was going through a Jewish rite of baptism. And the main meaning of this for the people in that day was to repent or turn from sin, to make a conscious decision to live a new life, to turn away from living in a wrong way and living God's way. But this is a little confusing for us because we know that Jesus had no sin. He's God in the flesh. He's perfect. So he didn't need to turn from any sin. So for Jesus, there's a little different meaning in this baptism. And Jesus explains it to us by saying, I do this to fulfill all righteousness. Now that word righteousness is not a word we throw around very often. I'm pretty sure most of us probably didn't say that this last week. So what does it mean? It means to be in right relationship with God. To be in right relationship with God. So when Jesus comes to be baptized, it's not that he has to turn away from any kind of sin that he's committed, but it's to show us the way to be in right relationship with God. He's showing us that this is the normative way, the normal way that we come into relationship with God as this outward sign of the approval and the acceptance of God. This thing that Jesus does in the baptism is also kind of the official beginning of his public ministry. It's a time where people can see this man is different. He's called to to a special ministry that no one else can do. He's called to come and teach us the way of salvation, to heal, to raise from the dead, and ultimately to save us from our sins. This man is unique. He's the God-man. God in the flesh. So this was the official start of Jesus' public ministry, his special work for God. He's also showing us the normal way that people come into the family of God to become officially a member of his family that is the church. Baptism is this outward sign of this inward spiritual grace that's happening in us that reminds us that we're loved by God, that we're invited into connection, not just with God, but with each other. This is why our vision statement is so clear. Connecting with God, connecting with each other, and connecting with our community. Baptism is about that connection that we have with God's holy family. Baptism is this outward sign, a normal part of the salvation process but it's very important to remember that baptism is not something magical that that guarantees that we're a christian it's just one signpost along a long journey 
of following Jesus. I'll never forget years ago when I was a brand new pastor. It's one of the first baptisms I did for a child in our congregation. And the family came to me and they said, yeah, we're here to get our baby done. And I said, done? What, what do you mean done? Well, you know, we've got to do this. We've got to get our baby done. What a crude way of putting it and what bad teaching. I don't know where they got that from. Because baptism doesn't get us done as in finished, completed. It's just one signpost along a long journey of a spiritual life with God. It's an important one. It's very important. But baptism in itself does not save us. Baptism is a sign of a journey that we're invited to for a whole life of following Jesus. Even if we're an adult when we're baptized, it's, it's not some kind of magic one-time fix-all cure. It's a sign of an invitation to a whole life of walking with God. Baptism is a starting point. But did you know that baptism is also your ordination to ministry? That's right. Some wise person years ago said that, that baptism is the ordination of the laity. And no, laity is not some disease you catch. Laity is everyone in the church who's not a pastor. Everyone. Each one of us is called in our baptism to be servants of Christ. To take up a ministry of service to God and to others. So as we come in a few moments, you're going to be invited to come forward and, and to receive the sign of the cross with the water from the baptismal. Uh, just as a remembrance that you're called too. I'm not the only one called here, thank God, because I couldn't do it all. I have a special role as your pastor, but we all have a special part in the ministry of Christ's church. Our baptism is a reminder that each of us is called to a special purpose for Jesus. So as we start this new year, what, what are we called to do for Jesus? It starts with knowing who we are, that you and I are children of God. And I want to assure you of that this morning. As you finish the, new year, the, the last year, 2019, maybe you had great successes. Maybe you had wonderful things happen in that year. Or maybe you have some regrets some things you would change if you could. Wherever you finished out 2019, I want you to remind, I want to remind you of this, this blessed assurance that you have today. You are a child of God. You are loved. And that's really what God wants us to know in baptism, that we're loved. One of my favorite saints is named Benedict, and he had the most beautiful saying. Every day he got up and he told his his people he worked with in ministry, always we begin again. Always we begin again. So this new year is an opportunity for us to begin again in Christ by remembering who we are, claimed by God. The scripture tells us that Jesus was blessed by the Holy Spirit in a special way. Do you hear those words where it said, the Spirit came like a dove and alighted on him. It was a message to the people that the Spirit was with Jesus. And I want you to know that in 2020, the Spirit is with you as well. To help you as you follow Jesus each day. It's the special gift of God's presence that's been given to us 
And I want to ask you a question. When is the last time you prayed for the Holy Spirit? See, Jesus invited us to do that. He said, pray for the Spirit. And did you know it's one of the prayers that we're absolutely guaranteed a yes answer to by God. Jesus told us very clearly, pray for the Spirit and it will be given to you. So I want to invite you to do that this week. Each day, just pray for God's Holy Spirit to bless you. To help you to be who you are called to be in 2020 and do what you are called to do. To pray for the Holy Spirit. It's available to us all. And it was given to us in a special way in our baptism. Knowing what to do in 2020 starts with knowing who we are. Sisters and brothers, many of us make resolutions for all kinds of things in the new year. And that's great. But all the resolutions of what we want to do in this new year really start with who we are, the beloved of God. Baptism reminds us of that. And so we remember today our baptism, that before we even knew it, God was reaching out to us in relationship. That before we even knew it, God had come to the earth in the flesh of Jesus, to make connection with us. Before we even knew it, Christ had died on a cross for our sins and for our salvation. And before we even knew it, Christ is risen. So today we remember that. We celebrate it. Isn't that worth celebrating that you're the beloved of God? We celebrate the good news that we are claimed by God. So today I want to invite you in a few moments to come forward. And even if you have not been baptized yet in your life, I still invite you to come forward. This could be an invitation for you. Next Sunday at 10 a.m. here in Central Hall, we're going to have an interest meeting. If you have not been baptized or if you have not joined the church, we want to invite you to come. And we'll be glad to answer your questions about what baptism means, what it means to become a part of the church. But today we want to just celebrate that we're claimed by God, that we're loved by God. And just as Trace Adkins sang in that country song years ago, that Jesus has poured out amazing grace to us in our baptism today. I want to invite you to pray with me now. Let us pray. God, we want to thank you for showing us in Jesus this beautiful, wonderful sign we have of baptism. This sign that all are invited to come to be washed in your waters of grace and mercy. That all are invited to receive your Holy Spirit, to confess faith in Christ, to turn from that which is not life-giving, to turn from sin, and to turn to you, the source of life and being. God, through the sacrament of baptism, we're brought into your holy church. We're connected to your acts of salvation and we're given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is your gift to us, offered without price. As we remember our baptism today, we remember that we turn from sin and all that is wicked. 
We accept the freedom and power that you give us to live as your children. And we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We put our whole trust in his grace. and We promise to serve him as Lord. God, this is too big a promise to live without your Holy Spirit. So pour out your Spirit upon us now. On all your people in this place. Pour out your Spirit on this water. As we remember our baptism this morning. As we remember that we are claimed by you. And that we are called by you to serve you. In joy. In faith. And in trust. Thank you.